data-driven, ambitious, and love all things marketing? I'm Emma. I've dabbled in all marketing channels in my career. And my passion? Providing my team with the tools to be the superstars. So, I'm making a podcast to share everything I've learned along the way, from my bachelor's internships to early career in marketing to becoming head of international marketing by age 29. Plus, everything I wish my 20-year-old self had known. So pour yourself a cup of coffee, get your snacks ready to go, and let's do this. Hello. So today's episode, I have no idea if anybody wants to listen to this or not, but I always thought that early on and when I did my bachelor's and when I didn't know what to do and what I wanted my career to be in, when I decided that I wanted it to be in marketing, my ultimate goal was to become head of marketing. And now that I have achieved said goal, I never really look back when I said I wanted to be head of marketing. What that actually meant in terms of what does like a typical day in the life look like for a marketing lead. And now I am doing it, living it, breathing it every day. I thought that if there's any young marketers out there that might be in one channel at the moment and looking to sort of grow and expand to more channels to eventually become a marketing manager or head of marketing or if you are at bachelor's level at the moment and you're deciding what you want to go into I feel like there's not enough behind the curtains look at what does it actually mean when you become these roles and if it's sort of a a job that you want to do so I'm going to take you through my typical day in the life of my day-to-day world in the corporate market marketing world. Now it really like it really changes depending on your actual job and the company and the brand that you're in but this is just typically my day now. To give you an example of this so my previous role was in sports so it was really really season heavy so my typical day would change if we were in playoffs or if it was the cricket season or if it was the off season if it was winter versus if it was summer it was a lot more up and down. If you're with brands that are either FMCG or retail or something that doesn't have as many peaks and trough yes it's going to have peaks around Black Friday and Christmas but it might just be quite solid throughout the year so uh, you need to take that into consideration as well the industry that you go into is it going to be an industry where it's really really season heavy and there's going to be quiet and busy times or is it a lot more smooth and it's just going to be sort of consistently the same workload day to day I have really actually enjoyed doing a lot of the channels because it has really varied the the work that I do and I spent a lot of time on event marketing and I am going to do plenty all about that because I find it so fascinating and it is such an interesting topic but that's not what this one's about so I'm going to go through a typical day in the life of an international head of marketing. Let me just also caveat by saying a typical day in the life of head of marketing currently during COVID season where I'm working from home. So I wake up about seven o'clock, I have my coffee, I try and go on a walk, I probably manage a walk 50% of the time, I have great intentions other times, I just don't do it, but I always make sure before my first meeting I've got my to-do list, as I mentioned in a previous podcast about how I stay productive, I make sure that I've done my to-do list which will include my work for the day, 
anything that I must get done, any calls that I have, and anything that's on my personal to-do list that I also need to do. International, you will not have your typical nine to five day. It is, you could have sometimes super, super early calls or super, super late calls. So you have to be willing to be able to be flexible if you do wanna go into international marketing. But I'm just gonna do this day as if I have no early or late calls. So maybe have an 8.30 call with our brand manager over in Australia doing a campaign call where they've done some really cool work and I will just look over the campaign, looking at where we're at with it. Are there any blockers? What's the budget doing? What channels are we doing? Just to get a general update on that. Typically lasts around an hour and it's usually a video call where we share screens and go through work in progress. 9.30 after that first call. If I didn't have a call first thing, I would do this as soon as I logged on at 8.30. I do my email checks and then I check in with my team. My emails, again, I do any emails that will take me two minutes or under. If there's anything that's not for me, I delegate it. And then if there's anything that is a more chunky thing that I need to do, I make sure I go ahead and schedule time in my calendar to be able to complete it. I'm really hot on my emails actually and I hate having lots and lots of unread emails. So I really make sure that I do this little and often so that it doesn't get a massive backlog. So after I've done that for half an hour at 10 a.m. I will have an internal call with my team potentially on a big campaign that is coming up. We could also be checking in with various other departments such as creative, social, paid, digital, influencer and PR ensuring that everybody's on track. So as a marketing lead, it's your job to pull everything together. You're the glue between all of those channels to make sure that everybody has what they need for the campaign that is coming up that everybody is working off. I usually have a central marketing plan document that's a hub that is then used as a tool throughout the meeting that people can refer back to to make sure that they're on track. I like to get updates from all of the heads of those areas to make sure that they are happy, confident and know what to do to be able to make sure that their channel is up to speed, up to date and right on track for whatever the marketing is that we are doing. There might be other channels, but that's just an example of ones that I've really commonly used. And from that meeting, so as we go around every department and use the marketing plan as a sort of guide, After the meeting, anything that's outstanding and needs to be done, I would then follow up with people's names and making sure that that is on everybody's to-do list. So the next time that we have a catch-up, it will be actioned because it's been on the list. Now, if it is a campaign that's quite a long time away, I will just have a one meeting a week. If it's something like Black Friday or something that's gonna be absolutely huge and it's almost upon us, It's not uncommon to have a meeting first thing at 8.30 and a meeting last thing at half four, just to make sure that everybody, it could just be a 15 minute stand up, but it is key when you're doing full marketing campaigns that all of your different departments are talking to each other, making sure that everybody is communicating and especially times when these campaigns are not happening in an office environment, just having that really clear communication with you as a marketing lead guiding everybody can really help unconfuse things, make things streamlined and make things as efficient as possible. So then after that, I would have my lunch break and get a break from my desk, super important, 
get up, hopefully get some fresh air, go for a walk. If not, just get away from my screen, have my lunch and just have a minute to relax for half an hour before I get back stuck into it. So then after lunch, typical thing that I would do, especially this time of year, is we've now finished Q1 nearly, we're nearly at the end of it, so I would go over Q1 spends, assuring that everything is tracked in budget sheets, flagging any over or under spends depending on channels, and just making sure that whatever we had forecasted is up to date, and so if anybody asks me for it, I have it, and being a marketing lead, you need to be so hot on your budget. It's absolutely up to you to make sure that you are doing this in the correct way and that all of your team is reporting their budgets if it's with them as well. So after this, I would do another emails check, again, going through the same process. So any emails that take me under two minutes, do them, any delegation, and then any time that I need to schedule in. I'll also check in with my team and so most of the time review something that they're working on that they need help on. Could be something really small, but just checking in to help with their work days as well. When you become a when you become a marketing manager or you have a team, you'll realize that a lot of your time needs to go into helping other people and developing them. They are your go-to. So you need to make sure no matter how busy your diary is that you are making time for them because it's only going to help their productivity and the whole business overall if you are guiding them because that is your job as their line manager. So after that, I might roll my sleeves up and have a few members of my team and we will demonstrate a nitty gritty of a channel to show other team members to help grow them. So at the moment, we are having a real big focus on Facebook ads. I feel like Facebook ads is one of those channels that appears from the outset to be really scary and really hard and like you need a really, really special skill to do it. And actually, when you've learned the fundamentals and the theory of the funnels and all of the tools that Facebook gives you and just where everything is in Facebook ads and business manager, it's actually a lot less tricky and the barrier to entry of people to be able to do this is a lot less than you would think. Yes, if you want a really, really high standard of this, I would recommend getting somebody that is a real expert in this. But as we're molding marketing managers, we want to get them to see different channels and understand it. And as I've mentioned in a previous podcast, if you want to be writing marketing plans, you need to understand how channels work so that you have that background knowledge to be able to stack your channels in the right proportion at the right time for the right reason. And the only way, the easiest way you're going to do that is get stuck in and do the channel yourself. So I really enjoy rolling my sleeves up, getting involved and making sure that people are really happy and exploring marketing channels. After I've done that, I might, if I have any time, I would love (laughs) time to maybe check in with marketing week or campaigns or any of the relevant marketing publications that are out there just to see what's going on. I definitely don't get around to this every day as much as I would love 15 minutes at the end of the day to be able to do that. But if I have time, that would absolutely be part of my day. There you have it. That is a very quick workday example. If you were at all interested in what behind the scenes looks like when you get to this stage, I feel like 
when you're at university and you're learning about the different job roles in any market, in any industry, they don't really say, yeah, but this is what your actual, this is what your actual work is. It gives you like the sort of job description and what would be expected of that and really, really top level. But I feel like it would be really great if we could have a portfolio to like scroll through and be like, this is what someone's day in life of if you get this job. Because it would just make your decision making so much easier because then you could find the jobs that suit your personality. And whilst job descriptions do this to a certain degree, I feel like it would just be so much handier if you could literally just scroll through and see. Anyway, enough of this podcast. I hope this helped. I will catch you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening to my Marketing Nuggets podcast. I've been your host, Emma, and I will catch you next time. Bye for now.